Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm your host, Dave C. And you're listening to Never Isolated, a show hosted here on TalkShoe. And the show ID is 7910667. And you're most welcome. Indeed. And here we are towards the end of June 2020. Hello, everyone. I'm Dave C. And this is Never Isolated. And we're now up to episode 79, would you believe? 100 days of lockdown, 79 episodes by the end of this one uh, uh, on the feeds. Here on TalkShoe, elsewhere on different podcast directories and on Podcast Connect and iTunes and so on. If you are listening back to this by coming to the TalkShoe site itself, um, I do put a number of links in during the course of the call. I'm displaying the show badge. And um, uh, just to mention, if anybody does join me as I do this live, I won't be unmuting them. We're still um, keeping these midweek episodes to trying to give out uh, as much uh, pertinent information as we can on the real ups and downs, the real roller coaster. The It's not a roller coaster, really. it's a death ride, isn't it? It's awful. And um, I, I am trying to strike a balance between um, giving out um, trusted information, and for that I go to the bbc.co.uk site of the online one, and I share information from there on the basis of um, uh, public need to know. But I do direct people to any pages that I I uh, quote from in any sort of length. And to that end, I do that so that I'm not hopefully giving out any misinformation. Uh, a podcast like this is worse than good. A little bit like... Um, uh, they mentioned earlier when they were trying to get a... a, a a good test for people who uh, were having the COVID-19 symptoms. Um, what we don't want is false positives. Um, nobody wants to know that they've got it, but what they do want to be assured of is that if they have taken the test, that the result of that test is accurate and they know where they stand. They know whether they can come out of isolation. They know whether they have to continue in and so on. So, uh, as I say, with a 100 days of this now, uh, it's getting to uh, people's nerves. And I'm talking now, of course, with people who haven't yet lost anybody in their family. And although they are obviously grateful for that blessing, um, it does mean that out in the wider society that there are tensions pulling us in all directions, getting the country back on its feet, uh, making sure that um, as we move forward, uh, no more lives, if possible, um, that could be saved, that uh, they are saved, and to learn from our mistakes and also learn from what is going on elsewhere. So, as usual, a long preamble. So, let me just play a little clip of myself in 
to uh, set the scene before we get on with today's episode, which is in the, the way, episode 79, Never Isolated, post-lockdown recovery plans. Falling back on some fronts whilst looking ahead on others, post-lockdown recovery plans as the Prime Minister speaks today. But here's me just mentioning something else. This is Never Isolated podcast here on Talk Show, And please remember, we have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, all one word. Show ID is 7910667. Okay, and with that, we ought to get on because um, we went over the 30-minute mark yesterday. And I want to try and keep these under 30 minutes. Uh, I don't want to be unremittingly uh, depressing. <laughs> um, the subject is indeed... Uh, severe, tragic, and uh, that. But I am trying to get this information out, and I'm trying to keep my spirits up, and I'm trying to say things, even though, uh, as I read the next statistics, I am actually talking about loss of life. Uh, but if you if you read it out as a dirge, first of all, you send yourself into a, a downward spiral. You send your listeners into a downward spiral, and that is in. Indeed, not the intention of this. I'm trying to give uh, information out in a sort of digest, um, hopefully, that um, keeps some people um, uh, au fait with what's happening. Remember, uh, I am based in the UK. I live in the Greater Manchester area, Northern England, and uh, we are one of the worst sections of the UK to be affected still currently. London, of course, was the most severely affected at the start. Uh, and we have got now a situation where different parts of the country are being dealt with differently. And we have indeed got a local lockdown in Leicestershire because um, a large proportion of new cases were coming from that area. But before we do that, let me just um, come to those main statistics that I try and give out each time. Uh, as of uh, early this morning of J Tuesday, the 30th of June 2020, uh, there were 25 new cases, which is um, much uh, lower than was the case very early on in the week when we were getting back, you know, over the 100 mark after having a couple of days with 30 odd and 38, we then started to climb back up to, um, well, um, numbers that were, were, were concerning in terms of a second wave coming. And although there is still evidence in some parts of the world uh, that um, there is uh, an increase, particularly in the US and some states in the US. Um, it's not welcome, 25 new deaths, but it is easily 100 less than has been happening on some recent days. So new 25, giving the total of 43,575. Uh, With, of course, that caveat that... Um, the likely um, deaths over and above what would be normally expected of something like over this period of a further 20,000 on top of that 43,000. And unfortunately, the world statistic still moves on. And I mentioned yesterday that um, it is believed that the actual real number could be 
10 times the number of cases quoted, but it is now at 1 point, uh, sorry, 10.2 million cases worldwide. And the total of deaths surpassed the half million yesterday and is now believed to be at five, uh, 504,000, just over half a million deaths. So those are uh, the very stark statistics that we are still living with on a daily and weekly basis. But I'm going to go now to um, some of the links that I've uh, picked out from the BBC site. Again, I, I want people to go to the site or some other trusted site that they hold um, to be, um, you know, uh, a trusted network. Um, and I mentioned these things on the, as I say, the public need to know basis. So I don't see this as a copyright issue, uh, although I'm not a lawyer, of course. But uh, these are facts that the government itself wants to uh, get out. Because if people don't understand the these facts, then it's going to be very difficult to get their wills and their support and their actions to come in line um, as a, a whole body, as a whole country, and support this yet more pain, as it were. I mean, we've also had, uh, as I mentioned, um, we're, we're in this push-pull situation. Um, for instance, uh, we, we have this thing that within a week, in the, by the 4th of July, the 6th of July, the 10th of July, things were opening up. Um, City World was going to open on the 10th of July, um, you know, getting people back into the cinemas. Um, that's now being put back to the very end of July. And in particular case, as I mentioned, Leicester has gone back into a lockdown where they're really, um, and they interviewed a few people on the streets of that uh, uh, area. And they, some people think that there would be less than, 100% support for doing that. Others said that this, the pain is already there. The the job losses, the um, the family losses, the missed loved ones. Uh, they find that some people will find it very very hard indeed to go down to what they think is a second lockdown. Anyway, let's just give the link. I put the link in the room here. Then I'm just going to read a few things. This is from one of the live updating pages on the BBC News site, and the URL is as follows: bbc.co.uk forward slash news, forward slash live, forward slash world dash, uh, 53230389. And just move that slider back if you want to um, hear more about this. Now, again, as I'm doing this uh, late morning, well, it's just gone into the early afternoon here, um, there are three pages already of information added since about 6.30 this morning. So what I'm just going to do is, as this page is, of course, a live page and it's updating even as I speak, I'm just going to go back to the early things because um, it shows some newspaper headlines from 7.30 this morning. Um, um, first, a local lockdown. The front pages of the news focus on the tightening of the coronavirus restrictions in Leicester 
and the MPs' plans to kickstart the economy. So, as I say, this push and pull, the going back and the coming forward. Uh, let me... Actually, that's all on that page three, so I'm going to go back to page two. We've got this information about the um, the, um, the high cases in certain states of the USA. Um, per million people, Arizona, still the highest at um, 419 cases, Arkansas, uh, 202, Mississippi, 252, oh, South Carolina, 240, and Florida, indeed, at 291 cases, not deaths, per million. In L.A., the beaches are to close for the July 4th uh, holiday weekend. So that is is difficult. <clears throat> Back in England, uh, McCann, uh, uh, Matt Hancock, the Health Secretary, the UK Health Secretary, just before 8pm this morning, <clears throat> says the government will change the law in order to enforce local coronavirus lockdown in Leicester. It is the first UK city to have stricter lockdown measures reimposed which will see non-essential shops shut down and schools closed for most of the peoples of the city. They were showing some local businesses, uh, 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 what seemed to be a very well-known and established hairdress on, uh, and sorry, both dealt with men and women with hairdressing and so on, who had um, spent you know weeks getting prepared to open up um, very, very shortly, and um, now their plans have been dashed and um, they, they feel very, uh, not difficult, uh, not singled out, but knowing that um, this is a real body blow to their planned changes and hope to avoid, you know, basically going out of business. And as I say, the stories are coming in from far and wide. Uh, Circus de Sul, the fabulous uh, circus company, uh, the Canadian firm, uh, is cutting three and a half thousand jobs to avoid bankruptcy. I mean, this the scale and the impact around the world is obviously the deaths, the illness, the hospitals, but the impact infiltrates all areas of life and so on. Um, in the US, uh, the virus task force head calls for increased testing. That's uh, Dr. Deborah Burks, I think it B-I-R-X, head of the White House Contra Coronavirus Task Force, has called on local authorities to expand testing as America continues to grapple with the largest outbreak in the world. But again, it is a very large country. Junior Doctors says the job is still overwhelming. British Junior Doctor uh, Molly Dineen, D-I-N-W-E-N, -E graduated early so she could help work on the front line of the coronavirus pandemic. She's among the hundreds of interim foundation doctors who joined the NHS early in a bid to relieve the pressure on more experienced doctors' tactics tackling the pandemic. The 24-year-old from Winchester, Hampshire, has been keeping a video diary. And um, 
then we've got all sorts of things. There's an article further on Leicester there. The UK at 9.30 this morning, UK economy hit worse than first thought. The UK economy shrank by more than first thought between January and March, contracting 2.2% in the joint largest fall since um, 1979. Well, I think it's been higher than that. And of course, in particular sections of that three months, it dropped as far as 20%. I'm just going to take my breath and I'm just going to play that short clip in one more time, if you'll forgive me a moment. This is Never Isolated podcast here on Touch You. And please remember, we have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, all one word. Show ID is 7910667. Indeed. Now, there is some good breaking news. As I said, it's push, pull. Um, there was some breaking news before 10 a.m. this morning. The death rate back to normal in the UK. <laughs> and as I've just got that up, the page is updated, would you believe? Yes, this is live. Let me read what it says. The, and I mentioned the number uh, reported from early this morning at 25 new. The number of deaths in the UK returned to normal in the last week of, oh, of 19th of June. There went 10,681 deaths across the UK. Eight fewer than the five-year average for that week. There were 849 COVID-19 registered deaths, which was the lowest since the first week of lockdown. Now, this is why it's also complicated, because because of the lockdown, it, it's not a clear-cut picture. There are less people in work, so there are less work uh, accidents and death. There are less people on the roads, so presumably uh, motor accidents are down. Um, there are less people doing um, sporting activities, so hopefully there are less people, you know, um, drowning at sea, drowning in reservoirs, um, in uh, freak accidents or in lightning. Um, so there are less things than that. Um, there's also been less crime in many ways, except, of course, for the fact that the police have had to uh, handle these last two weekends, the uh, disturbing trend in people gathering in um, uh, too close a proximity and leaving terrible uh, waste uh, for people to actually clear up. And of course, that waste may be contaminated so it can't be cleaned up in the normal way without those people taking uh, those precautions. Now it's now just over an hour since Boris Johnson started his speech so before we finish we will go to that so I'm just looking at this live updating page um, and um, I'm going to leave that for the moment and I'm just going to touch on a couple of the other pages and then we'll see if we've got some of the details of this um, uh, impetus that the uh, Prime Minister wants to give um, to the UK economy. And I've got a feeling because of the time now, this is going to be something that we will deal with maybe on tomorrow uh, episode, which would, of course, be for the 1st of July, and that would be our episode 80. So that might be more appropriate, I think, to, to have a really, hopefully, in a financial and business sense, a positive uh, thrust and thought to uh, the 
episode that we do on the 1st of July. So let me indeed, let me very briefly look at some of these headlines I've marked here. Um, there's a page, if you do live in Leicester, you want to know a little bit more about the the scale and the type of their um, re-implemented lockdown, there is a page under the UK section, and I'm going to read the URL of that. I'm just checking to see that nobody is joining me in the room. And this was updated just 30-odd um, minutes ago. So the URL is bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash UK dash five three double two eight zero six seven and um what are Leicester's new lockdown restrictions and this is in some length and I think obviously that's going to be more pertinent information to those in that particular area but may of course be something that people want to know about for if it happens in there um but on the um how long it will last the government will review this in two weeks time so it's for 14 days initially and then it will be reviewed and then there's a lot of information about um all non-essential shops will close from tuesday which mr which of course is today mr hancock said that it will be enforced by law this week schools will close down from thursday and not reopen until next term however they will stay open for vulnerable children and children of critical workers and um We've put also a, a Newsbeat article, which, again, I will give the URL out, but um, suggest certainly those people in the UK may want to go and check out um, this page rather than me read it. It's entitled from Newsbeat, 100 Days of Lockdown, How Life Changed for the Small Town of Telford. This was written by Paul Stamworth, the Newsbeat reporter, and um, the URL is as follows bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash newsbeat that's one word dash uh, 53193282 and um, there's, that's an in-depth long article and um, I do suggest that people want to know how 100 days have affected one community then that's the page to go and check. I've already mentioned from the health section the, the death rate back to normal in quotes and let me just read the url of that one in fact let me put that one let me refresh that page and put that one in the room because um again this this is a long one this was updated two hours ago under the health section bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash health dash five three two three three zero double six and as i mentioned about um the weekly death returns to normal and there is a um a graph there showing the five-year average deaths and the over and above it which is the the that that average changes from month to month with winter and summer levels so it can be as much as 15,000 in a month it can be as low as just over 10,000 but it was reaching in April up to 25,000 in other words where it would normally have been you know um, 12,000 
it was at 25,000. So it was slightly over double. But um, that is a page. I may show the graph from that uh, next time. But I'm hoping tomorrow for episode 80 to try and um, concentrate on the positive aspects of what's happening. Uh, and just to mention in, in the world, and I'll get, I better give this, bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash world, um, China passes controversial Hong Kong security law. Of course, there's been lots of protests there. Uh, the people in those protected uh, uh, Hong Kong area feel as though they're losing some of their rights and are vigorously pushing back against that. But of course, security laws uh, and freedoms may be being um, seen as being eroded. Uh, and um, it says, um, there's another article there, which I'll read very quickly. BBC, the, the URL, bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash world dash Asia dash China dash 52765838. And I'll put that in the room. Remember, you need to be listening back to me on you to see these links that will still be there. Um, Hong Kong security law, what is it and is it worrying? And there's a whole long thing there at that URL. And um, I'm going to, because the Prime Minister is still speaking, therefore all the uh, things... Um, that the Prime Minister is going to outline, we will try and cover. But um, build, build, build is the message. Boris Johnson says the UK must use this moment of the coronavirus can crisis to plan for a post-lockdown recovery. And that's under the BBC main homepage um, site. And that is live. And we shall return to that tomorrow. So for July the 1st, Wednesday, July the 1st, um, episode 80 of Never Isolated, we will look at what is being proposed and uh, will it go far enough? Will it further put our uh, children's children's futures uh, under a massive further debt? Is it essential? Is it needed? Is it the only option to make sure that we don't have like we did after the um, the the big crash um, 12 years ago, that we don't have another long period of uh, basically no growth. Okay, well, we will strive to be positive tomorrow. Thank you for listening, listening today, and I'll let myself play us out. Thank you for listening to Never Isolated, show ID 791 Hosted here on Torture. Bye for now. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.